Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Sunday, fun day here, September the 6th, 2020. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. We are jumping into an episode today titled 25 Simple Ways to Stay Resilient in Tough Times. And I have Heather back on the podcast with me. So, Heather, welcome. Good morning. How are you today? I'm tired because I went... You look tired. Uh, thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. I went sprinting um, on the soccer fields this morning, and it's still extremely hot here. Usually after Labor Day, it finally starts to cool down. But I think it was already 100 degrees. It's only 108 right now. Yeah, and it was probably 100 when I was sprinting, and I just shouldn't have done that because now... I feel like all the energy is sucked out of me. <laughs> it's a dry heat, though. Yeah. I'm so to say. It's been kind of humid, actually. But 100 is fine here. I'm just so ready. Like, the next couple days, it's going to cool down to, like, 90s for a high, 70s for a low, which will be so nice. <laughs> You're really strange with the weather, by the way. I know I am. I have an obsession about it. You're like... I'm like my dad. And like your grandpa. And my grandpa. He'd always like, it's always about the weather. They would give us the weather report like every day and now I feel like I do it. (laughs) He'd always be like, what's the hell's the weather been? I'm like, well, it's Arizona. It's hot. I'm like, what do you mean? They would read the newspaper and talk about it. He'd always ask me too, where do you guys get your water from? Does it come from like the Colorado River? I'm like, I don't don't know. (laughs) I'm like, I buy it at the store. I'm like, I don't know anything. I'm just so ignorant when it comes to that. But you are very much... In the weather game like they were. Yeah. So, uh, before I jump into today's podcast, which where did it originally come from? Shape? No, it came from Women's Health Magazine. Women's Health. So we took it, chopped it, and uh, we're going to kind of apply it in our own roundabout way. Um, how to stay resilient during tough times, which I believe this season of life has probably been tough for many of you. If nothing else, challenging, strange, weird, and you probably had to pivot or... Do something different than you've always done, uh, regardless of what you do for a living, because at one point they told us all to sit in our house and not do anything, so obviously not ideal for many of us after probably a couple of days of that. But I do want to share this uh, post from uh, Mike Samuels, who actually wrote this this morning. Uh, he's a copywriter, smart dude, puts out a lot of good stuff. Uh, I agree with you know most of it, and uh, I'm just going to quote him and, and read through Oh, what he said here, because it, it it holds true to how I feel about a lot of things that are going on in the world and, and how people are reacting to it. And, you know, I'm not here to judge anybody if you're on the far left or the far right. I think most of us live in the middle where common sense tends to hang out. But he wrote this this morning, and I quote, A new independently owned micropub opened up near me recently. It was something we sorely needed. The only other pubs in walking distance aren't the most salubrious he talks fancy and are the typical big chains selling piss water masquerading as beer the owners appear to have bought the premises right before the lockdown so it's been five months of almost certainly having to pay rents and rates and maybe even staff with zero income well a week or so ago it opened up and it seemed massively popular which is amazing and as much as i'm not anti-big business, uh, I think we need, obviously, the Amazons and the Apples of the world. I also get a kick out of seeing the small local places do really well. Cue some League of Gentlemen reference here. 
someone posted a picture from Friday on their timeline and the place was clearly full. And while 90% of the responses were very positive, 10% of the people were saying things like, disgraceful, they should be locked down. Well, you might as well just book people into the COVID ward right now. How selfish, they're putting all our lives at risk for the sake of getting drunk. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if next Friday night one of the curtain twitchers called the police. But it's responses like that that will mean we'll never go back to normal. It's responses like that mean local businesses will die if we keep reacting that way. It's responses like that that mean we'll get more and more distrusting, less and less social, and eventually be a population of hazmat suit wearing hermits who want our neighbors shipped off to some government quarantine facility the minute they sneeze. We should be celebrating things slowly getting back to normal. If you're still scared of getting sick, then don't go out. Please isolate for goodness knows how long and it didn't moan because they claimed they were doing it to be a hero or whatever phallus messaging the government put out. So if it bothers you that much, just stay indoors. Carry on working from home, buying everything online, and not hugging your relatives. The rest of us will crack on. Bottom line, you can't live in fear. And if you're afraid, don't bring that negativity to others, especially local businesses who are just doing their best, trying to make an honest living and bring joy to local people. End of rant. I probably couldn't have said it better, obviously, myself. Now, again, I don't want to get sick. I don't want to get other people sick. I don't think anybody does. I think when you look at humans in general, we want everybody to be healthy and happy and live their best life. And uh, But vilifying people for, for trying to run a business and make a living and help other people, especially when other people feel comfortable doing it and they're doing it in a safe, responsible manner, why are we going to try to ostracize those people, make them feel terrible and, and call them selfish and say they should be shut down and they should just sit at home and do nothing. Uh, I've never seen such a time in my life when people are so quick to judge and say things. Obviously, I've lived on the internet for years and so I've, I've heard my fair share of comments of people talking shit about me and how I look and what I say and what I do and I get that, but this is different, man. Like When we talk that way, it doesn't mean we're not going to get back to normal because we are. When we talk that way and we say those things, you're going to crush people's confidence to do anything and go anywhere, and you're going to make people feel bad for just earning a living and trying to help people, you know, whether it be whatever product or service they're selling, live their best life possible. Now, do I personally, like, love bars and clubs? No, I don't go to them. I, if they never existed, it, it really wouldn't change my life much, but I do think they have the right to be open in a responsible, safe manner that can help people who choose to go there. I believe that of every facility. I think that's what, you know, each thing should be essential the way that we all deem it, especially if people feel comfortable doing it. So that's just my two cents. I agree. I think keep your opinions to yourself. If you have never ran your own business, you just, you can't judge people because you're not in their shoes. Especially the, the bar scene. Like, I don't I don't go to bars. I'd be like, oh, they, they right. need to stay closed down. But like, again, I haven't put my life into building one for 15 years either. exactly that's created memories for people like there's places like your college town like my hometown so sad to where like these are places we had some of the funnest times so of many lives. memories and it, it it just is so 
sad to see how it has destroyed some of these kind of iconic places that um, really can create such a amazing experience if you're a college student in the college town and and like the little restaurants like we just mm-hmm. talked last night like if this place called toddy's here that's well, that's kind of like our little weekly ghetto spot we'll stop at i don't want to call it ghetto but it's like the toddy's we go to is like in a strip mall right it's just and you would see it and remember when you showed it to me i'm like this place is terrible mm-hmm. i'm like i never go here and it's like my favorite local Asian. place yeah yeah the pho is amazing mm-hmm. Vietnamese and Thai food. Spring rolls, so good. toddy rolls. It's awesome. It's us in there and like everybody else has white hair because mm. it's like when it's like an older crowd. We'll go like on a Wednesday night. And I love it. And if that place closed down, I would be sad. Because like we, we have had we've had like shared like little mini celebrations there. We've had conversations there that are important and sometimes it's just where we can just chill and hang out. And if that couldn't make it because oh it was they're so irresponsible, it would be sad to me because I know obviously Toddy is a lady's name, and she's yeah, al- she's, she's always a female business owner yes. from Thailand, and she has two. been working so hard. You always see her at the restaurants. They have two or three locations. Yes. Yeah, which first of all, how hard two. is it to run a restaurant? Mm-hmm. So hard. And like she has two different spots to do. One is insane. She has two different spots, and they're both good. And like the people who and work she there, takes the time to come over to your table and thank you and talk to you. She's and a rock star. I know. And, like, the staff is always super nice. Even talking about Newport Beach yesterday, and I brought up Babette's, and then I looked on their Instagram, and it says temporarily closed, and it just breaks my heart, because that's, like, one of our favorite local brunch places to go to, and... It's, like, the best almond I've ever had in the world. But, Mike, how can they survive that rent right on, basically, PCH? They are on PCH. Yeah. They're in that... It's a great complex. I say, like, I could live up there. That's how awesome that place is. Right across from Crystal Cove. If you ever get a chance, Babette's... What's the fish place? Bear Flag. The, all the, it's all amazing. But the fact that, like, you know, they couldn't do it safe. They have outside seating. Mm-hmm. They can do everything. Again, it's the cleanest, healthiest food. It's it li- probably not profitable outside at their capacity. Out. There's no way. Mm-hmm. And I feel terrible for them. Yeah. Like I do all people. So the point is, is if you don't feel comfortable doing something, that's fine. But you don't have to throw that negative shit out into the world. I don't think most people listening to us are that. But when you see it, just know that those people are, have their own And we felt it. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm we're judged because of the industry that we're both in. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Dirty, Specifically running dirty, a small business dirty that's... Dirty hotels. Dirty gyms. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, people should not travel. I'm like, oh, God. It's just hard to hear. You know, again, everybody has their own. It's, I look at it like everything else. I think you're educated. You do things safely and, and, and correctly. Um, and if you don't want to do stuff, don't do it. But I would never tell, uh, like, here's an example I give. We were talking the other day about, like, skydiving and all this stuff. And, you know, she's so like, hey, do you ever skydiving? And I'm like, yeah, I've been skydiving. He's like, would you ever do, like, the underwater stuff? And I'm like, no, like a submarine or something. I'm scared of it. I'm scared of like getting a shark in one of those cages and have sharks swim around me. Oh yeah, that freaks That's me out. That's terrifying to you me. You know, <laughs> I go, but like I'm not gonna see other people and be like, oh, you're so stupid, you're so dumb. That shark could kill you. That thing could break, and you could fall to the bottom of the ocean. I would never say that because even if I'm afraid of it, and that's my risk assessment is is not to do it because I feel safer without it. Yet other people feel totally fine. Should I sit there and just talk shit about them on the internet all day? There's no difference between the two, and so. Just be nice. Is the have respect for yes. other people. 
and have empathy for people that are hit harder than because it's like there's a spectrum and I feel like we're towards the high end of the spectrum of being some of the most impacted for sure and we have we're blessed to be open now and I obviously still I can't work but I still my job hasn't been eliminated so I mean that's a positive (laughs) Yeah, it's just I, I feel for everybody. If you if you're a flight attendant, if you're an airline pilot, if and some you, people have both their jobs eliminated, so it's like it's they're the that would be the worst situation. And so, if you're not comfortable doing stuff, it's cool. Just keep it to yourself. Be an awesome human. Be nice, and just when you feel comfortable doing things, just do them. But just being an asshole online doesn't do anybody any good. So right. I just had to share that because I thought it was it was very well written. And uh, I feel very similar to the way that Mike does. So shout out to you, Mike. Good stuff. Uh, But today's podcast, which is connected to this, because this is all the season we're all living through, 25 Simple Ways to Stay Resilient in Tough Times. Number one, take a worry break. (laughs) Do you do that? Um, (laughs) uh, Mine are kind of tied. I don't want to jump ahead, but uh, I guess I do in my own way. I just really try to control my atmosphere and my environment and the things that I watch and listen to and see and read. And I try to delete and block anything that negative comes into my atmosphere. I told Monica the other day, I'm like, if people want to be here and be around like me and us and, and what we do, they can be in my atmosphere if they share the same energy. And if they don't, um, I have no need for it. I, I'm not willing to, to work with people that are negative or have different opinions or just are super high maintenance or annoying that uh, that drag me down. I want everybody, and obviously this is a service business, we're here to give to other people, but there's only so much people can take from me and there's only so much you know life energy I can give the vampire. So I try to just have everybody who comes in here and everybody I see online that I work with, like we all just kind of share the same positive vibe. So that's the way that I you know, take a worry break. I don't like stop the clock and be like, okay. Stop worrying about shit. I stopped caring about a lot of this shit, you guys, a a long time ago. Yeah, I would say I don't slate a worry break in my schedule, but it might be something to try. But you know when you're tripping out, you got to push pause and just breathe for a minute. Yeah, I've learned to try to gather myself, whether that means like counting in my head to 10 or going out for a walk. Um or getting in child's pose and just like doing deep breathing and try to control my thoughts and get into that meditative state, then that helps me. That all works. Mm -hmm. Number two, think of one good happening from your day before bed. I do do this. I do this all throughout the day. I have to do it all the time. I write things down. I just think, you know, because uh, I'm just like everybody else. I can get in my own head and be like, oh, man, this sucks. I got to deal with this and this. This person complained. I lost this. I don't get to do that. I could do that all day and think I have it the worst in the world. But the reality is, is you know, I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm me. You know, I have you. I have our dog, my family. I have a lot of really good shit that's going on. And every day I get some wins, no matter what. Uh, it might be small, you know. And I've done this in business for a long time. And you have to. Because, like, there might be a day where I wake up. Even not when it's this this bullshit. Like, uh, I'm trying to think, like, 
where was like the first time I really realized I had to stop doing it. Like we were staying somewhere with your family. Like we're sleeping on bunk beds, uh, and everybody was there in that same little condo. Where were we at? Lake Chelan. Oh my god, yeah. So like we're <laughs> we're like it's like ten people. It was like being, a timeshare. Right? Yeah, and I remember like I had three people quit via email within like two hours, which that's tend to how it happens. Like you just you know, and it now that they quit, like Jeremy, you suck. But like one lost their job, one was moving, and then one person just you know either got pregnant or wanted to do something different. So I lost three clients in like the scope of an hour, and I'm like, I just can't take that you know to heart anymore, and I have to take you know solace and even the smallest wins and that might be like somebody leaving a podcast review you know somebody sending me you know a positive message like anything at all like that I can do positive I do that every single day and I'm like you know what maybe I lost ten thousand dollars today but I helped somebody drop a dress size or a pant size and I really try to celebrate the smallest wins each day I do too and I could be better about doing it at night I do it in the morning um and but I've heard that it really can help you during your nighttime routine so I should start incorporating that into my like an evening meditation prayer practice yeah I mean for you guys listening I'd say if you have posted I mean I'm a huge post-it person you look at my desk I only have like six post-its right now Usually it's up to 20. The more post-its I have, the worse my day is, basically. Uh, but I'll post them places as reminders. Like, hey, take a moment of gratitude. You can do reminders on your phone this way. Same thing. Um, it, as corny as it is, it, it does help to at least center you and bring you back to reality. If you have, like, a husband or wife who loves you or, you know, brother or sister or you have an amazing dog or you are healthy or you had a great workout or the sun was shining or whatever it may be. Um, the little things, which at the end of the day are the big things. For sure. Number three, ditch the downer thoughts, bro. Yeah. How do you do that? <laughs> Good question. I just try to like take things in context for what they are. Mm-hmm. You know, you, we and can, just let it go. Yeah. Sometimes I struggle with um, like holding a grudge, <laughs> but so, I think what helps me is talking it out with you. Well, yeah, because you'll. Can I share this? Your free speech at home. The what? How you freely talk at home. You say this a lot, right? Like, I'm such a loser. Because like, you, you're not working. Oh, yeah. And I can feel like, like a loser. You say it like 50 <laughs> times a week. Like, I'm such a loser. My life is over. I'm like, well, your well, li- your my life, life is so over. weird right now. You're I'm not, not working. This, yeah, you're just not doing the same job. Your life isn't over. And you're not a loser. Like, it's not like you're at work and they're like, hey, Heather, you're terrible. You suck. We hate you. It's not what they said. They said, you work in industry... Where basically humans aren't doing what they used to do and we can't use your skill set at the moment. And Until so, business demand returns. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But it's, I guess, because I've worked my basically my whole life and... To get to the point you're at. Yeah, and it just feels like it was kind of stripped away. And so it is very confusing time and I don't feel normal and... I try to contribute, you know, with what projects and things that you have me do, which helps. But I still, I think I really like my independence of having my own career. So I've been struggling with that. <laughs> yeah. But it's like when you think that, it's like you just, you have to just come back to reality and say, okay, uh, I'm a loser. It's not that. You just got dealt a shit hand at the moment. And all you can do is make the best of it, you know? Yeah. That's it. And we all do it, too. Like, I could sit here and be like, oh, man, 
I've lost, you know, let's say if you go projected income, if I want to say, okay, for, for the last six months, I've lost at least $150,000 of, of what would have been revenue here. And to even say that out loud is like super depressing. Cause it's like, I'm not going to go do these events. I'm not, you know, I had probably like, like at least 10 awesome events planned here. Like, and they're super fun things. I get to stay at these super dope resorts. I show up and I basically just talk like about basically I'm doing a podcast live essentially or I'm just doing fitness events for these corporations that pay me a ridiculous amount of money and then everything's free when you're there none of that stuff's going to happen we've lost so many people in person because of like job loss or like they're they're scared or whatever it may be like that it's really shitty if I sit and I compound those thoughts in my brain but I can't do that I have to look at it as glass you know half full instead of half empty and you know 99% 99% of this is, is not a fault of my own. I think out there, if you're listening right now, if you lost your job or or things aren't perfect or if you've gained weight, all those factors aren't on you. Like, there's certain things that have happened. So, like, you're not a loser because of it. You just got dealt this really weird shit hand and you didn't know how to play it at first. But now it's your responsibility to try to make mm-hmm. the best of, you know, the season you're in. And we are going to get back to normal, which we'll touch on later. It's just... It's just a really difficult environment to be living in right now. Yes, it is. And uh, it just, it's just strange. Yeah. Number four. We've talked about this many times before. Quit the comparison game. Uh, I'm not going to go super detailed on it. But, again, you lose when you do that all around, no matter what. Somebody's always going to look like they have it better, especially on social media. We've been through it. Uh, but you never know anybody's story, and they don't know yours. And I say this all the time. If you took the 8 billion people in the world and you threw all their problems in the middle of the room and you could see all the shit people are dealing with, you would sprint back in there and grab your stuff so fast and you'd be like, wow, I don't have it as bad as I thought I did. Like the shirts we make, someone else is praying for the things you take for granted. It's true. I I said it before. Like if, If you told me this is my life 10 years ago, like just today, like if I didn't if I didn't have any preconceived understanding of what what it, what my life was six months ago, what it should be right now, if I only knew this today, here's here's how our gym works, here's how the internet business works, here's all the people that sponsor us and support us and do this, and you have a podcast and you have this email list and you have all this shit, and and your house is paid off and you're married to you and I have a dog and my friends, I'd be like, this is the greatest fucking life ever, but I'm. Our brains are attached to what we think it should be. And always wanting more, bigger, better. I think, you know, that has to do with our society and culture and what we've been programmed or taught. And again, there's always going to be people who have something better in some arena, in some area. But to me, all you ask yourself when you start the comparison stuff is like, just how happy am I? And we don't really know how happy anybody is. And you can only just chase happiness, in my opinion. I agree. Number five, let yourself laugh. (laughs) Be inappropriate. Yeah, I I feel like we've been doing that a lot. Um, And then just watching, like, funny shows to make us laugh. Or pulling something up on the internet that's funny. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We do that a lot, actually. (laughs) Uh, You have to, though. Like, there's no other... Again, I I haven't watched anything like serious. What is that terrible show you're watching right now? It's not terrible. Uh, Acting is so bad. It's called Life Sentence on Netflix. Like, I literally watched... Like, how much was it? It was 18... You said 10 minutes. I came in the room. It was 18 minutes left, which, first of all, it's way too long to watch that show. 
I'm watching this guy like fake cry. It's so the acting is so bad. I could be on that show. I could have done that. It wasn't scene. the best episode, it was but there's some good ones. <laughs> but uh, anyways, it was comical how bad it was. Uh, yeah, watch funny things. Read funny quotes. Follow. The, I mean, I think the two best funny follows on Instagram. Excuse my language, everybody. Shithead Steve is a great follow, and Fuck Jerry are the two <laughs> best. They like, do brighten the day. They're sometimes. amazing. And there's another one I do. It's like it's like fake news or something, because it's all just like fake. It's like fake news. I think it's fake news. Uh, those three are the best on Instagram. It's always inappropriate stuff, and it's like kind of true and kind of not true. I like. Um, I think it's called My Therapist Says on instagram i've shown you quite a yeah, few Yeah, those are good too <laughs> yeah th- that's the kind of stuff you need to throw into your life mm-hmm. number six take a recess does that mean like take a recess from life it means schedule time to just have fun and be playful and i think that's important do shit you love take a just a break from reality and the real world which is do, hard to yeah, do like do shrooms or something like just, oh god like, just go crazy you've never uh, even done that uh, so don't like no i'm not a shrooms person although people do say it does change your mindset about things some people mm-hmm. swear by it it's really weird uh, but yeah whatever you have to do to take your mental break number seven build your discomfort resilience you know I look at that like strength training, like you're just, you're be comfortable with being uncomfortable, basically. I understand, you know, any, any growth, any change that happens, obviously in the gym physically is, is mirrored in in pain and uh, not pain like you're injured, but like when you're doing split squats, like you're suffering through it. Like when you're riding the bike, there's discomfort there, but that builds strength, that builds a resiliency in you to be able to do more and be faster and to be stronger for the next time. So the way that I look at that is just, even though this is not ideal, if you're listening to me right now, it hasn't killed you yet, man. And it's probably just the opportunity for it to plant you so you can grow stronger and, you know, hopefully on the back end of it, be able to, to, to look at it and be thankful for how awesome your life is. And if that's the the reason for all this horse shit is just for us to have even more gratitude and be nicer to each other, I think that would be ideal. And that's kind of how I have to look at it. I agree. Great comment. Appreciate it. <laughs> Number eight. Go to your safe space. I don't know if this is physical or mental, but I think both, probably, for the most part. Do you have a safe space, Heather? Just our house. <laughs> well, you've been seeing a lot of it lately. So you I know, I will say coming here... Um, this whole entire time since March has really been helpful for both of us. Even though we were closed down for so many months, it was like so felt so good to be here. And the fact that it's like we own it and we are in control of like we can come to basically our second home. So that was a really good environment for us to be in. Yeah, we can podcast here, we can mm-hmm. work out here, have movie night here. Be whatever. productive here, get out of the house. Well, I think for a lot of people too, like this this becomes their safe place. Like this becomes their community hangout. Like this is where people 
meet their friends. Mm-hmm. It's where their connections happen. That's why I say a gym is just more than sets and reps. And so wherever that is for you guys, you know, maybe it's a gym, maybe it's nature, maybe it's your backyard. Uh, hopefully it's your home. You know, it might be a certain room in your house. Who knows? I think in a physical location for sure. Um, and also mentally too. Like there's a, I say it all the time, like there's a safe space in your brain that you can hang out and that comes down to the things that you're putting into it and the things that you're you're reading. I don't want to jump ahead in here, but there is a one tip in here that's going to be ideal, which I'll touch on in a second. But I We can go back to actually number seven, build your discomfort resilience. I was just thinking about it. And for me, it's almost, okay, I have to start planning um, if I do decide to take another job and or even just getting prepared to interview I have to like mentally prepare myself for being uncomfortable and and resilient because this has kind of I've taken a blow and now I have to build myself back up and get ready for my next step whatever that looks like and my next challenge so if you're out there going through a similar situation you might be changing jobs or you're waiting and you're just confused um, start to kind of make a plan, which I've been setting goals for myself and have been checking them off. And we have our 47 day transformation go- going on right now. So that's been really helpful for me to actually put my goals on paper and hold myself accountable during this program on what I want to accomplish personally, professionally, well, moving yeah, forward. And good stuff will come mm-hmm. from it. I mean, even if you go back, you know, and, and it's your exact same position if that's what happens to go or who knows but the fact that you've went through all these steps where you've contacted you know other other leaders other people in your company people outside your circle you looked at your resume you've done interviews you've done zoom and the skype calls and you've been on the podcast that's only going to help you right I've just been trying to take action I'm not just going to sit around so I feel good that I'm moving in the right direction and I'll eventually have a hopefully a variety of options that I can kind of then decide what I want to do next. And that's like your skill set. Like you made yourself better regardless of where what you do for a vocation or for a career or job. Yeah. You've taken the time, okay, well I worked on this, this and this for myself. So no matter who I work for or with or what I do, I made myself better during this poor shit season. Absolutely. It's allowed me to step back, take time to work on the areas that I needed to improve for myself personally. And so I think that's a huge positive out of this whole challenging time is that it's allowed me to do a lot of self-reflection, be aware of things that um, I probably kind of just let go because I was so distracted and moving at a fast pace because we had, you know, the business to run. I had my full-time career and it was just go, go, go. So now I've been able to slow down and really understand and realize, okay, yeah, it's time to <laughs> let go of that or work on this habit and um, just create a new plan for myself, really. I mean, if there is a positive, it's you get a chance to kind of think. Because mm-hmm. you have more time. And it's like, I've said it before, like, we get, we got so busy, like, working in our lives, like, we didn't get a chance to work on our life and say, okay, this is what I was working for, but do I even want that? This is what I thought was important, but is that really important? Mm-hmm. This is how I thought I wanted my life to be. 
is it really how you want your life to be? Because it's super easy to wander into like this whole life and lifestyle and way of living that really doesn't vibe with who you are. You just bought into some shit or got so busy, you didn't even realize it happened. 100%. It's really allowed me to evaluate my life and what I want this next chapter to look like for myself. and For the better. Mm-hmm. Number nine, follow positive leaders. I feel like you and I do a great job of following people that we we believe are valuable and educational and Thank whether you. that's like listening to podcasts, audiobooks, um reading or people we're friends with, really. Yeah, people that are mentors or friends that you look up to. I think it's again surrounding yourself with people that you like David Goggins. Yeah. You know. You love him. If you're having a He's bad day, kind of scares me. If you're having a bad day, I mean, it'll snap you out of it for sure. He will. Uh, but yeah, anybody who just, whether it motivates you, inspires you, educates you, that you vibe with, that you can connect with, talk with, uh, anything. Um, I just, I, I really am a huge believer in that. Sometimes just hearing other people reaffirm the positive things that you're thinking can go a long way. Absolutely. Which leads me to number 10. Repeat a mantra. Like David Goggins says, stay hard. You know, real simple, basic stuff. Uh, honestly, obviously, you guys know I believe in this. I say the, the same shit all the time uh, in, in a lot of areas, uh, especially how we send up the podcast. And it's how I sign every email. And it's how I sign every email for, you know, the better part of probably 10, 11, 12 years. You know, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And then we add it on, you know, please keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I basically live that every single day. Um, it's very simplistic, but I believe it's true. And I repeat it so you guys hear it. So hopefully you take the parts of it that mm -hmm. you want, but that's how I live my life. I try to eat well. I try to train hard. I try to be nice to people. Those are the three probably boxes I check every single day. And if I do those three things, everything in my, you know, else in my life tends to kind of just roll the right way. Yeah, and I just, again, um, the quote, someone else is praying for the things you take for granted. I always try to remind myself of that as much as I can. And then I've been listening to, I've always loved reggae, so it always calms me down and puts me in a happy mood. So I'd say my like mantra or anthem has been like Bob Marley, don't worry about don't worry about a thing because every little thing is going to be all right. <laughs> and it just like helps me out. And I visualize just being on a beach um, or, you know, on an island and my happy place. And that works for me. <laughs> you know, and one day maybe we can go to Hawaii again. I know. <laughs> we'll see when they let people like us back in. I do miss it for sure. Me too. Number 11, consume a daily piece of inspiration. I I follow on Instagram, I follow Mindset of Greatness, and they always have great quotes um, posted every single day. There's another one, I think, called Vibe Source, and it's always positive and inspiring messages. And so I love waking up to that and reading while I'm drinking my coffee. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, read a lot of stuff outside of you know, things I'm just trying to share with you guys or educational things. I don't look at social media like a normal person, but I will 
see friends of mine who will post things that are great and they're basically the people I follow are all people I I mean obviously there's people who probably got stuck in there that I haven't deleted but for the most part it's just people who kind of share the same thought processes as me and if I will say like like David Goggins doesn't post every day but I kind of like the uh the the raw you know military mentality yeah, I prefer that I don't <laughs> yeah. need the I like all the you know the fluffy you like tough love stuff too yeah but I'd rather hear that like I don't need the soft shit. I mm-hmm. want somebody to kick me in the face because that's kind of how I grew up and that's kind of my thing. It's like the, that's what gets me going. Like you can say the F word and you can swear and you can be more militant. I will, that will inspire me to do more and try to, you know, empty my gas tank, if you will, than, than the, you know. And I also try to follow just positive um, people, whether they're authors or they're speakers, coaches. And I try to look at their social media posts majority of the time and then be very selective as to who um, that are, you know, whether it's friends, family members, I'll, I'll definitely follow the people that um, lift me up or that are happy and not negative and that's just really helpful during this time <laughs> yes filtering what <laughs> filtering you take right matters mm-hmm. number 12 change your view of the present Which, yeah this one's been difficult for me lately because <laughs> i just feel like it's just never ending and things um keep for a while it was just like one thing after another for you and I so and it might be still Mm -hmm. I don't know I'm hoping we're on the back nine of this shit and we can keep things rolling forward the right way uh I don't want to go revert back to any of this shit because I just think nothing good's going to happen for anybody going that Mm -hmm. way and uh it's just perspective it really is you know I said it the other day like I could sit and be sad every day and and be like well you know it, it could be this it should be this. What if this didn't happen? It, I would be here right now. I would be doing this, but that doesn't do me any good. And I just have to be really in touch with reality and, and how lucky I really am, regardless of all the horse shit um, I personally feel like I have to deal with and, and go through. And the, but that's life, man. You know, there's it's peaks and valleys. I've always said that, and I would be a, a huge hypocrite if I sat here and been like, well, you know, I really dread every second of this. I don't. I, I just I don't like some of it, but. I understand like this exists for me to hopefully have even mm-hmm. more gratitude and more perspective and be more giving and, and really make the most of every day and each opportunity. And hopefully all of this just exists to reaffirm the way that I've lived my life to this point and, and moving forward to live it the same way and even better if possible. I agree. And we definitely have made the best of it. Um, just having more flexibility and being able to get out of the house and do different adventures exploring more of Arizona and then we got to go to California and just just focusing on what we can actually do during this time I think is important otherwise it's just mentally crippling mm-hmm. and you'll feel so sad depressed and isolated like that you can't even breathe and that's a terrible I, I feel bad for anybody who's living in that space cause it's a terrible place to be in I think we all felt it at some point during this, maybe for a day, maybe for an hour. Uh, but if you're still there after all this time, man, I would urge you to, to do something, you know, do the things we've, we've listed off to this point to, to help you 
get in a better mental headspace because when you're mentally wrecked man it just it physically can cripple you and it, it, it's tough and that goes into 13 keep your mental battery charged yeah i the way that i look at it i'm like i've said before like you, you can't take on all the world's problems you can't chew on it for everybody you can't look at all the negative shit going on all the time it just you can't process it we're not meant to do that you have to do things that make you feel good just take care of yourself get good sleep and fuel your body and yeah just really filter what content you're consuming can really help recharge you when it goes into number 14 which is engage your capacity sometimes you can you can crush it for 15 hours in a day and you can be like me in here and I'm just going and going and going I'm like man I had a super productive day I had a great podcast wrote you know six pieces of content we had a great workout I worked you know with, with you know 47 people today whatever it may be and then there's some days where I'm like fuck dude mentally I'm just some drained my body Take hurts a break. I'm tired yeah. and I can only do so much that day and you have to either plan that or know that based on how you feel every day yeah listen to your to your body and how you feel and and also just (laughs) if you're around draining people then it's okay to limit your time or stay away from people that are bringing you down during this time yeah if they're not adding value to your life i don't really see why you keep them around that's not worth it i've always thought that this season of life is no different 15 have some self-love don't call yourself a loser yeah that's a good takeaway (laughs) at home all day uh yeah simple don't be your own worst enemy you guys aren't losers you got a lot of awesome shit going on in your life you just got to flip your perspective and uh if you can do that you'll be okay and tell yourself you know give yourself a pat on the back for the stuff you are doing good everything in your life doesn't suck you're not you know overeating you're not addicted to drugs you're not an alcoholic you're not you know doing everything wrong there's some things you are doing right and if you got a good workout in that day and that's all you fucking did like that's congratulate a win, yourself yes. and i've had to do that like you know i i try to get in the habit of after i've worked out i talk to myself saying good job heather i'm way to work out super hard or even if it wasn't working out hard but way to go out for a walk and or get you know outside in nature um things like that can really help change your mindset and it's a practice it's it's hard for me to practice self-love and i try to incorporate it into like a meditation which i need to be more consistent about but But if you don't love yourself it's hard for other people to do it when you don't well it's hard to have confidence um especially if you're in a similar situation like myself it just kind of brings your self-esteem and confidence down because you just feel we're used to going out and producing and i just getting wins it depends on your personality type and i'm on the enneagram achiever so when i'm not achieving i just it like bothers me (laughs) so much it does yes (laughs) but again it's like it's your whole world is not that but i understand though too because when i can't i can't do what i want to do now at scale and it bugs me yeah but i still can make money and produce things and whatever even though it isn't the same i get like enough of it to be able to function but when they're like oh man stay at home for months and don't do shit i'm like no dude 
Like, I'm not built for that. Like, I'm the person, like, I don't, first of all, we don't get government money, but I don't fucking want it anyway. Like, I don't be like, oh, man, stay at home. We'll send you some checks. I don't want to go be able to do my shit. And earn. Yes. I yeah. want to be able to earn what I can earn. I want to be able to help people that I can help. I want to be able to do I don't do want handouts. Much. No. Like, but at, to your point, I do understand what it's like when you can't do your thing. Like, it's tough. When you can't do your process. That My routine. It's yeah. Tough. It's just. It was really hard in the beginning. I feel like now I'm in a way better place. Because it's been so long. <laughs> well, when, when it goes in phases. It was like, yeah. Oh, because this is I've been, cool. this is you cool. feel kind of strung along, and it's not my company's fault at all. They're just trying to, it's out of their control, you know, and they're just trying to deal with what's going on in the best way that they can. So it's like, it's a waiting game right now. <laughs> yeah, and that's all you can do is, is make the yeah. best of the season and look for other stuff and just take it as it comes. Mm hmm. Number 16, quick. Repeat a quote of positive affirmations, which I feel like that's like a mantra. Am I wrong? What's a mantra? It's like how you li- what you live your life by, right? Yeah, that's a mantra. Am I an idiot? Yeah. yeah. I think it's the same thing. Just say awesome things to yourselves. Put them on t-shirts. Sell them on your website, jeremyscottfitness.com, the apparel tab. Pick them up. Even writing in a journal, like journaling, um, writing different positive notes to yourself or little tasks that you can achieve during the day that will help you stay positive i think that's important yeah put the reminders on your phone mm-hmm. take a minute for a moment of gratitude listen to an inspiring ted talk or audiobook i'm listening to atom atomic habits yeah, yeah. yeah. by james, james clear. clear and so Still i've been work. trying to listen in my car or when i'm walking and that's been really helpful as well so i think that's good for that one do it (laughs) number 17 take a breather for joy just be happy for me take a moment of gratitude mm -hmm. yeah deep breathing actually does really help and just clearing your mind in silence but also for me it's just i have to go outside and i crave it like every day and that's like my therapy. <laughs> yeah. You just have your process. We all do it. Like a minute of mindfulness or whatever you want to phrase it as. Like I think that's important always. Number 18. Reignite your passion. For whatever it is you like to do. I think that like for me, I just play basketball. Was it last week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're in San Diego. Yeah. That basketball court there. It's amazing. I haven't played basketball in a long time. A, because it's like 400 degrees here. Uh, and by the time I could go out and play, it's hot as balls. I don't want to do it. But it was nice. And it was just fun. And you just get lost in, in the play. You get lost in movement. And that's something I was passionate about for 20, obviously, some years. It's the same thing with training. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do a new fitness program. I have one on my computer right now. I'll probably actually do today when we get off this podcast. That'll be a, a new workout that I get into where I can push myself. And I'll see physically what I can get done. And it's like when I when you add all these things together it's the, the music you like or like you know you hear somebody military style swearing at you not to be a lazy ass which i prefer that kind of motivation like that ignites me to like want to work harder whether i put rocky on the screen or like gladiator you do all the things to control the ecosystem environment for me anyway which jacks me up to be passionate about that or just this in general like saying hey you got to stay home and not work your business because we don't think it's safe blah 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 
like now I can come back and do it. It's almost like it, it pumps life back into you. Well, fuck, you guys screwed me. Well, now I'm going to try to, you know, do this even better than I did it before, even though it's harder with the restrictions and the rules. I'm even more passionate about it now because I know how much people need it and I know how much it matters. So whatever you have to do to do that, I think it is important. Yeah, like for me, just being out on the soccer field has really been helping me lately just because I spent so many years through childhood up until through high school um, on a field and playing soccer and I just just even going through different conditioning drills at 34 years old like it just makes me happy and I push myself so hard and um, because soccer was always a passion of mine and and again I think this entire time I've done really well with making sure I'm doing my outdoor adventures because that's a huge passion of mine and then been very consistent with fitness too and um I just it's so important to prioritize it well and I think there's a time in your life where you were all passionate about something or highly motivated to do something and I'll use fitness here as the example like a lot of people start our programs and they're motivated, obviously, because they click purchase and they buy it and they jump into it. Or they're motivated to come here because they, they, you know, jump on an FEO, they grab a free trial, they come in, they do it, they sign up. And then somewhere along the line, like, they become less passionate or they're not as motivated. And we do the best we can to check in on them and hold them accountable. But obviously life happens and there's, you know, peaks and valleys, stumbles and falls. But you have to, like, remember that state where you were so motivated to get it done whether it was like why you signed up in the first place, what the goal was in the first place, or what was the, like when you, if you want to mention like high school or college sports for you guys who were fortunate enough to play, like what did you do that got you so hyped and motivated? Like what did you have this like routine? Listen to Eminem. Yeah. And it, I did it today. I, it. It brings you back. Because to I remember stadium. being in the soccer stadium in high school and like that was the song I always um, had because we each got to pick like a song and lose yourself was like my song that I just wanted to hear every time we'd warm up it would just pump me up and get me ready and jacked for the game that whole like eight mile soundtrack honestly I know like I could play that I'll play this day when I work out it just reminds me I was in college because I'm old Uh, but I remember like when that came out I'm like this is just and it just jacked you up like whatever your like your warm up song was like for basketball like when you guys ran through the lines or in football like whatever they played or when you're in the way remember like the dudes in the weight room especially college like it's Metallica or Disturbed and it's just like it brings you to that environment of like you just want to fuck shit up and you're just like super motivated to do it and it it reminds you of like why you got into it in the first place and I think we we get away from that we become adults we become busy and also we become comfortable and soft I think a lot of times we really do and it's like I could be guilty of it as well like my life is not it's a different kind of hard now than it was when I was 22 like I have different stresses but it's not the same mm-hmm. I'm way more comfortable now than I was at 20 you know four years old when I drove out here with no money and nothing and you have to almost sometimes bring yourself back to that like how can I make myself uncomfortable? Wake yourself back up. Yeah, so I can just... Reignite yourself. So I can just keep kicking ass. Yeah. Hold on. We're like 52 minutes in. You want to go longer than an hour? I don't care. Yeah, we can keep going. If you guys don't listen, we'll do a pause here because i got to pee in a little bit. Uh, where am I at? Number 19. Don't skip 
on self-care. Which has been challenging because so many places were closed, but I did make sure I had an opportunity to get a facial in San Diego because my girlfriend um, partners with this local salon. What's the name of it? Vasur Skin Scare. Vasur Skin Care Clinic in San Diego. Yeah, and it's amazing. And I had a hydrofacial for the first time. And I don't even know what that is. It's like it gives you a boost of moisture, and basically they can um, they use different tools that help um, hydrate and not inject, but like almost exfoliate and put product in your pores i don't know how to describe it i only had one facial ever was with you yeah i like them yeah so that felt really good and i definitely like need to schedule like a pedicure i haven't had a pedicure in like a year i feel like people always tell me i need a manicure when i post stuff because yeah yours are bad i bite my nails still I got really good for a little while during COVID because they made me think I was going to die. It's like, I haven't had a massage in how long? <laughs> I have not had one since probably... I haven't been to Movement Restoration. They're on my Instagram store right now if you're in Phoenix or Scottsdale. They do great work. Trish and Brand, shout out. Uh, you've been to Sean. That's not massage. Though. No, I haven't been since February. Since any of this COVID mm-hmm. shit? Yeah, I haven't had a massage since the beginning of the year either. That's terrible. Uh, and I... I'm finally, yeah, I'm getting my hair done this week, so that's exciting. Sounds expensive. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yep, it is. <laughs> God. So much money. Oh, man. Why can't girls' haircuts be like dudes? It's <sighs> not my fault. It'd be so much easier. It's just this. It's like the game's rigged. Uh, but yeah, self-care, I think of that. Pay us more. <laughs> Everything costs more for a woman. Am I, so am I responsible for that? Maybe women should be paid more. I agree. I because everything costs so much. I for us. agree. The shampoo is like 60 bucks a bottle. I don't understand what's inside it. It's insane. And then you'd be like, don't use the shampoo. Like, okay, I didn't know. Uh, when I think of self care, personally, uh, all that stuff for sure, too. But even like when we go, if we stayed like, as dumb as it is, I need to buy a robe. When you go to these resorts, like, I wear these robes all the time. You love the resort robe. Yeah. Are they expensive? It's cute. Um, I think it just be, depends on which they one. They can be crazy. The Ritz has the nicest robes, for sure. Of course. But I do like that kind of stuff. And I think that's what it is. Like, even if it's just, like, you know, going in your pool, if you, like, where we live, everybody here has a pool. It's just, like, relaxing. Mm-hmm. Or if you take a shower and just put on comfy clothes and just, like, chill and zone out. and Take like, a bath. Yes. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you're talking, like, the, the knots, I'm, I'm talking, that's, like, relaxation is the way I think of it. But if you're talking mobility, foam mm-hmm. rolling, those things are great. The The quality of sleep you're getting, the right. supplements you're taking, the food you're eating, all that stuff is self-care, you guys. Like, you know, going routinely to the eye doctor, to the dentist, to the places Just that, you taking know. taking care of yourself o- overall. Mm-hmm. it's huge because if if you let that slide all the other problems that you're dealing with in, in eating in the world it just compounds on it and just makes it it makes it miserable yeah it really does mm-hmm. number 20 implementing a moving meditation yeah i think this is huge for the times we're in where most people are working from home 
and just making sure that you schedule times to get up every hour or whatever works with your schedule and whether that's like going through a flow um, or doing mobility or just sitting in silence and stretching. Um, I think that's important to kind of like reset your mind and then like and you, body. Actually, you actually meditate meditate though yeah i mean i'm not amazing at it but i try it helps <laughs> but just doing the practice of it i think mm-hmm. for people just taking a time to block it off and if, if it's movement obviously i think you should move every day again i i told this before i bought this super cheap it looks like an apple watch but it's not it costs like 30 bucks on amazon but it tracks like all my steps it tracks how many miles I went in a day. It does track the overall calories. It's kind of cool. It's just nice to see, like, you know, how much us as humans are moving every single day or not moving, for that example. And I think you should walk every single day for sure. The non-fitness activity is important. And if you're going to train and you really want to, like, change your physique and how you look, you know, pick three days a week where you can work out hard for at least 30 minutes. Like, 3 by 52 is probably the secret sauce for most of you. And then if you like to swim or hike or bike or play basketball or golf or whatever it may be, rollerblade. If you're that person, like somebody was, the guy was rollerblading in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Rollerblade. I do love rollerblading. I haven't done it in so long, but I just. We should buy you a pair of blades, bro. People do it at Chaparral Park a lot. There's nothing wrong with it. I know. I just think it's so funny. It's so. Because like, it just takes me back to like high school and middle school. And I used to like back, I could roller rollerblade backwards and I just thought it was so cool. I guess skate backwards, yeah. Well, it's like skating. It's and like, I'd go like flying down hills. <laughs> it was it was easy when they like I don't know like where I lived. Sometimes the roads were like choppy as hell, but then when they like freshly yeah. black topped it, it was smooth. Yeah. Then but then f- sometimes you'd hit some gravel and then yeah. you just like eat shit. Well, because where I grew up, there'd be like curbs though, right? Like so you have the curb where that's kind of paved, and then the the road would be like just or like r- a pothole, rocky shit. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be dangerous for mm-hmm. sure. But it was fun, man, as a kid. So again, but w- like now that the weather's cooling down, like beach going for a bike ride like on the beach cruisers that we have is so relaxing and i think that's like such a great way to do like a moving meditation (laughs) no i think right because we live on a canal so we have like this bike path that runs basically downtown scottsdale to downtown tempe and we can go anywhere and it's just so it's so relaxing i do like riding bikes Mm -hmm. here next week will be ideal yeah so the takeaway you guys uh get moving and uh, move daily as much as possible. It doesn't got to be a killer workout, pushing a sled, riding a salt bike, but just get out and move your body through space, have fun, and uh, that all plays into, you know, self-care and just being a healthier human being. Uh, we're going to take a pause here super quick, and uh, we'll pop back on with number 21 in a second. All right, kids, we're back after a bathroom break here. <laughs> Coffee, water, power, zero. Yeah, not a good combination. Pretty quick. For us. So... Uh, number 21, send good vibes. <laughs> Do you want to share like your... when you're trying to be a good person and like I was trying to do yesterday, I was at a stoplight and there was a man who I thought was in need, um, on the corner with a sign talking about how COVID has, um, destroyed basically his family and which is super sad yeah and I just was like tearing up and 
like, oh my gosh, he probably lost everything. He needs to feed his family. And so I grabbed my purse and, and he's standing outside in like the hundred degree heat. So I'm like, he has to be in need. And so I found some, a few dollars is all I had in cash. So I was like, I'm going to give it to him. So I <laughs> rolled down the window and gave it to him. And this is like the first time, cause I've done this a lot. And he usually, you know, they're they say thank you or God bless you, and what he did didn't. He, say? he said nothing. nothing. He, and so I was like, "Well, that was kind of weird." So then I get to the grocery store because it's like right before the grocery store, and someone stops me, the person who was behind me in, in the truck. And this guy's like, "Hey, I, I live here. I live, you know, in this neighborhood, and um, he's been working that corner for years, and he d- takes advantage of everybody." Catfish. He's like, oh, yeah, I've given him, like, whole turkeys before on Thanksgiving and come to find out, you know, he's been in trouble and um, he's definitely, like, a panhandler. And He's a hustler. He probably drives a nicer car than me. And that's what the guy said to me. I'm like, yeah, he, I'm pretty sure he drives a nicer car than both of us. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, I was trying to be a good person, but maybe I need to vet your people right? yeah but how do you do that i mean people just issues. scam you all the time now uh yeah i don't want to get off topic and share these stories but there is the i've sh- there's a lady at she was by fashion square mall here and she did she got me too her clothes were a little too nice it should tip me off but again it's when you're standing outside it's hot as i balls. know like i'm like you no, you would think no sane person would stand outside in 118 degrees with a sign that says like Oh, I can't pay rent. Me and my son don't have a place to stay. And I gave the lady like five bucks. And I went by like two weeks later. Same lady standing outside. I'm like, you're so full of shit. And then like I saw her on the news like a month later. And she was like one of the people like here that basically hustle and make like probably like 50 grand a year or more doing this scam stuff. And don't get me wrong. There's definitely people um, that are struggling that are really, you know, either they are struggling mentally or most of most of the homeless people. I imagine having mental illness right. as being part of it. So I don't want to discount that. But yeah, there's watch out for the people that are taking advantage Scammers. of you. <laughs> so that's really not what Send Good Vibes is. But but that was my intention. Did, didn't Emily tell a story one time? Yeah, she gave someone $100 because that's all she had in cash. Well, because and it was right by the Whole Foods in North Scottsdale. Because she thought it was like a like a dollar or something. Yeah. And she had already stopped and it was 100 and then she gave him a hundred bucks. I, I will say there is people here that I was like, we've seen like I remember like the one lady, we we're at it was like our old hood. It was at the QT. She was uh, pregnant mm-hmm. and like like just dirty. Like and I don't mean like I'm not saying dirty negatively. Like she was dirt. Like she hadn't took a bath. It looked like in a long time. Her hands were dirty. Everything. And she's like, "Do you got a couple bucks?" And I'm like, "That breaks my if heart." If you're faking it, bro, you earn this like right now. But. That, <laughs> That really has nothing to do with this. Remember that one time you went into <laughs> Echo Coffee and I'm... Oh, my God. I was in the back seat because we were going to... We were taking we rent, a trip. We rented a SUV. And we had to drop off... No, we were taking JC with us up north. No, you know what it was. What? That huge snowstorm. That was New Year's Eve. Yeah, but I'm sitting in the back seat Coffee, waiting yes. for you to come out with our coffee. And JC has like a lot of anxiety in the car. So I was like sitting with her. Yes. And some lady like starts knocking on the window. And the window was like cracked open. And she was like trying to get in our car. And she wanted us to take. To drop her off somewhere. Take her somewhere. I can't remember. 
And it kind of freaked me out. Um, she looked like a working girl, if I put it politely. Like yeah. Was, and so I was like, um, was let's wait till my husband comes out and we can just <laughs> put it on you. I was like, my, he can decide if he can take you somewhere. Now, here's the thing. I'm super nice. Like, they're... Uh, this is so off topic <laughs> like i've done a lot of things for people like i'm going to connect this all back i was driving in our neighborhood two streets down and i was coming to work which i never go that way for some reason i don't know if my car was parked or whatever but i did so i go the opposite way over by the dog park and i go down the street this guy's car is like basically dead i don't know if he ran out of gas or what so i get out of the and he can't get it into his driveway because they have that little uphill almost like a curb so I get out of the car, and then one of the landscaping guys from across the street does, and we help this guy push his car, like, probably, I don't know, 30 yards to get into his driveway. So I'm all for, like, helping people out. And then I got a flat tire, like, oh, yeah. the next week. And then this random, and I've told this story before, this random guy, like, helps me jack up my car. He drives me in his car with my shitty tire to discount tire to get a new one he comes back with me stays there the whole time for 20 minutes helps me put the tire on my car because i clearly was fucking it up something crazy and the guy works two jobs one is a dishwasher and like one is a cook at these two restaurants and i try to give him 100 bucks he wouldn't take the money i actually took a selfie with him i posted on my instagram and we've talked about this before like so i do believe that stuff pay it for kind of pays you back and uh what was you know the point of my story was oh the point of my story was this lady, I would be willing to help her, but my fear was she was going to like stab us yeah. or murder us or something was going and to take go the car wrong. Yeah. yeah. Like it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. Like she didn't look like really helpless. Like she had like this huge, like 80 But she ounce, was saying she was pregnant. That's what she was telling yeah, us. She had like this huge 80 ounce drink. She got it like circle K and she looked like she was going to go out for the night to like party. It was really weird. It's just really... I would I would happy to give her money or something mm-hmm. like I'd be like here's five bucks but call but Uber or Lyft going back to sending good vibes I think you know definitely right now obviously be have empathy for all the healthcare workers the teachers right now or everybody 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 and um like even at the grocery store I try now more than ever to be so positive and happy and just like a great customer to them because they have to deal with so many people that are so rude and in every customer service type of position you're dealing with that and i think right now you, especially because people are so angry and you do go to a resort emotional a hotel, oh yeah be nice to be nice people, to all the hospi- hospitality i've heard more like even employees. when I was, when you and desiree left i like got uh food at the restaurant I'm waiting there and it's just like there's like one menu obviously you're seen there and this old guy ahead of me is like super irritated because like nobody's there to help him and there's only one guy working mm-hmm. he's the same guy taking the orders mm-hmm. walking it back to the kitchen and delivering the food like during the day and this old guy and his wife are like so pissed and they're so short with the guy and i'm like do you think this fucking dude wants to be dealing he probably no- normally doesn't even do that job mm-hmm. or he is one of them and i'm like you see that and it's like just be not everybody is dealing with these restrictions and the guidelines and, and people being just understaffed like hard, they uh, a lot of businesses 
especially hotels right now, have to, they can't operate at full capacity or they can't have all their entire team back right now. So just please be aware of that and like treat people with respect. Like they're doing the best they can right now. Like I think the airlines too, I haven't flown. Yeah. But I imagine they're dealing with Oh my gosh, I would. Whatever kind of shit. It'd be so hard to be a flight attendant in general. Again, I don't want to take a stance here and go crazy. You know, like if you see a police officer, you can be nice to Mm -hmm. them. You know, like. Yes, there's bad cops, there's good cops. It's a different conversation altogether. But I'm like, for the most part, like, these people chose these positions because they want to help people, and they're not hearing enough positive things right now. They're just, most people are hearing people who complain, who are negative, who are just looking, you know, to be, you know, the glass half empty version of all of it. And if you can just put out good shit, like wear a shirt that has a positive quote, that's what we make here, like spread positive things on Instagram, on Facebook, like not trying to just bash everybody for their decisions like keeping the negative shit to yourself if you think that trying to eradicate it from your life if you can but just sending out good stuff to everybody like to your friends to your family like things that are positive like your your bosses would do like on the facebook groups you know like the things like whatever it is like if you think it's helpful share it you know yeah i think like that's That's the key, man. Like, just try to be positive. And hopefully it's positive stuff that you put out there. And I think the takeaway with me sharing all these random stories about homeless people <laughs> and, like, random shit going on, just, like, I think if you put good stuff out into the world, it will come back to you. I really believe karma is a thing. I don't yeah. believe, like, you know, oh, you know, this 12-year-old kid got, you know, cancer. He deserved it. That's not what karma is. I think the more good shit you do, the more good stuff comes back to you. It doesn't mean bad shit doesn't like, happen to you. Doesn't mean like shitty things aren't gonna right, happen but like too. don't take advantage of people. Don't just try to be helpful. And if you're in a position where you can do that, do it. That's to be honest with you. That's why this podcast exists because I know I sit in a position of privilege or I sit in a influence. position of influence, and I'm sitting in a position that I don't have as many stressors going on as a lot of you listening and a lot of other people. So if I can say things and do things, and I can bring Heather on, and we are just easy listening to you to make you feel better and that's the good vibes we can sit like on the I'm least happy we to can do, do. yeah because yeah. like we don't got four kids mm-hmm. in a giant like we have like, the time yes like we, we're in a different position so you all can do that in some capacity you just have to know how much you have in your tank to give and what, your neighbors like helping out your neighbors oh i saw what's our old super old neighbor um why can't I think Russ? of his name? Yeah, Russ. He was out talking to Larry today. Oh, good. I saw him and I'm like, damn. Like, Larry was in his car and probably harassing him. But I was like, yeah. Man. Russ is like 96. Yeah, but he still drives. I know. Does his shit. But I'm like, if you can just say hi to people and be nice to him, I think it's it's key all the time. So, uh, where I'm at here. Number 22. Give yourself time. I like this acronym. Do you want to read it? Thankfulness, inspiration, meditation, exercise. I think probably because I come from the corporate world and we're all about acronyms that I just got really excited about an acronym. Your stars. And normally I don't like acronyms, but. What is that? What's the other thing? The DISC assessment? That's part of it too. Mm -hmm. What, um, What does give yourself time mean to you, Heather? I think we've already touched on this, but. I'm just making it, making these for a priority every single day. It's a mantra. Mm-hmm. I think time would be a mantra, being thankful for everything, you know. But having gratitude, you know, consuming inspiration or 
whatever inspiration looks like to you or being an inspiring person and then making time to meditate just get your head right mentally and then making sure that you're moving and getting exercise in to be a healthy person yeah uh and the way that i read it just like if you can lead from the front with all these things you do it you know uh i'm in my normal life if i didn't do this i don't think i'm the most vocal human ever uh, obviously, we do videos and podcasts and we curl these things, and I've become this. But naturally, I just am a quiet human being. But I try to lead from the front in everything I do. Like, so I try to just, you know, be level-headed. I try to be kind. I try to, you know, eat a certain way, train a certain way so people see it. And like, okay, well, this guy isn't just, like, saying shit. He's actually doing it. And I think you can all do that for your friends, for your family, for your kids, for your coworkers. You can lead from the front. You can be the one, you know who sets the example for everybody else. And if you do that, I think it's a lot easier for people to buy in and to follow what you do. And it's contagious. And I, you know, these are all things that you can control and like your happiness, like it's a choice and it's hard work, For sure. but you're in control of that. So now so more than ever, Mm -hmm. like it really, it it really is. You can, where you focus goes, your energy flows, man. And if you focus on all the negative shit, that's, you'll, you'll feel it. And I'm not a, you know, just a, you know, blow smoke up your ass affirmation person. Like, oh, everything's great. Like, no, sometimes things suck. But everything doesn't suck at once all the time. And that's how a lot of people react. And that's how a lot of people live their life. And if you do that, then it's going to be that. Your perception is your reality. If you think we live in the worst time ever and the world is a shithole and everything sucks, then that's how you're going to view things and see things and feel about it. If you look at it like, well, there is some weird, not fun stuff going on, but there is also a lot of awesome things, that's what you get as well. Mm-hmm. Number 23, make a don't-do list. Yeah, I like this one. I I still use like my Outlook calendar to put my to-do list and what I want to accomplish um, during the week. And it's helpful to go through that list and be like, okay, today I'm going to make time for this, but actually I'm not going to do this. I don't, it's not a priority. It's not that important. And I can move it to a different day or next week to help. I mean, right now I don't have a lot going on. So, but if you're a really busy person, what is your don't do on it? (laughs) But if you're, if you're working, I think this can come in really handy and you're a parent and you just feel like you don't have a lot of time so you can prioritize like okay maybe um, I'm gonna make 10 calls and for work but I really do need to make a customer service call like a personal call but it's really not that important so I'm gonna move that to tomorrow I'm not gonna do that today type of thing that makes sense. I I mean, I have things written. I have t- to-do lists written down all over my desk, like mostly social media stuff because I just I forget all the things I have to do in the post-its. But when I think don't do, you know, it depends who you are. Uh, I try to make things literal if I can. So it's like don't drink alcohol today if that's part of your mantra for the week if you're a person who likes to have happy hour earlier and earlier since – a lot of people have drank more booze in this season of life than they ever have before. Or don't watch the news if you know it puts you in a bad mind space. Mm-hmm. Don't scroll through Facebook 
and get into right comment sections of stuff. Like there's a lot of things I don't do because if I did do them, I'll feel like shit. And it's gonna like take away valuable time out of your day. It ruins it. Well, you can get sucked into like the you know vortex of mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram and all the things. And sometimes it's mindless scrolling and yeah. you feel good. I right? have to be aware of it because it's it's so addicting and so hard. So for me, it's, yeah, don't watch the news and, you know, don't do things that are going to put you in a negative headspace and make you feel a certain way. And just don't, don't take things personal. That would be another one. On to number 24, get your ass out in nature, peeps. Yeah, so many great benefits. (laughs) All about the nature life. <laughs> We've done a full podcast on that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you're not a huge nature person, like I'm not as into it as you are. I like all the stuff. I just don't, you're crazy with it. Like you could like live in the trees, I think. And <laughs> yeah. I just need Wi-Fi. Well, um, I'm just a tree hugger from the Northwest. <laughs> you're like in between. Them. I know. I'm like definitely. You like it a certain way. But I'm not no. crazy about it. No, not like you want to live like way out in, the in a treehouse. Yeah, I would like to live. I I'd like know. to have a cute cabin, like we've talked about, like an A-frame. Like twenty, at some point. like twenty minutes from people is fine. Mm-hmm. That would be good. But I do love nature and all sorts of nature. It could be anything. I think just going for a walk in your neighborhood, like mm-hmm. to have the sun hit your face. And feel the breeze. Like, just normal. like basic Even in stuff. your backyard, if you, like, have a garden. Or if you love flowers and planting. Like, I um, just was potting plants and planted new flowers. And I'm like, that was... You should actually make a garden of, like, food and stuff. I know. I've thought about doing, like, a salsa garden and... Um, you know who you should ask? Who? Dilo. Oh, yeah. He is, like, so much... Mm-hmm. He eats all his own food. He loves it. He's crazy about it. Mm-hmm. You should ask. It's him. very therapeutic for people. I'd be down with that. I think that's a good idea. We already have. What do we have? Orange? No. We Lemon. just have lemon and, and lime. But I would be down for like asparagus or something. What else can you put back there? Everything. We should do that. Yeah. Well, you should do it. I'll eat the food. I don't want to actually do the work. I know. But I'm lazy. So. I'll think about it. Get out and. <laughs> Which means it's not going to happen. Uh, get out of nature. And the last one, number 25, replace normal with now. I actually deleted this one, but you wanted to talk about it. Well, basically because they're saying like you've heard the term new normal over and over. And First it's just, of all, let me stop you. I hate It's getting super shit. old and it's like this is your new now. Like replace it with new now instead of the new normal. This is not normal. Nothing about this is normal. We shouldn't expect it to be normal. Um, So telling yourself that you just have to fully accept as your new status quo causes you to live in fear and anger and it's a toxic cocktail. So on the flip side, if you can think of this as like your new now and you become more accepting that circumstances are ever changing and not permanent is important. I like that better. Mm Mm-hmm. And again, I have, again, I would be okay with the phrase like, this is the new normal, if I thought the weird shit would go away and we just became nicer humans together. But that's not what I'm seeing from mm-hmm. a lot of people. Like, I thought that for like, you know, if we want to talk about this whole season of life since we're on it and 
the first like two weeks, I thought like we all did that. Like, you know, like when, yeah. when we were first, like everybody's together. We all, you know, want to be safe. We're all going to do this. We're going to, it's all going to work. And then we're in this together. That's what I would hear. And then, then the, the goalposts would start to change though. And then certain things could be open. Certain things could be closed. And we started giving certain things essential, non-essential. You're important. You're not important. Certain started, categories really didn't make sense. We started that horse shit. For businesses. And so that's why I'm like, I'm not a fan of that. If that's the new normal. I don't believe in that whatsoever. That's not going to work. And it just got really inconsistent really fast depending on where you live. Well, And my thing is this. I don't, and again, I'm not like, I don't need to go to a concert. Like, I'm never going to Coachella. I'm not going to Country Thunder. I love how you always refer, like, you always because people talk here, about Coachella. Because people here go. <laughs> Mike yeah. Cohen loves Coachella. I've never been. Like, I would I would totally it. go. I've I always kind of wanted to go. That's not my thing. But I, I, I think I'd prefer Stagecoach because I love Country concerts. I get scared going to action sometimes. Because of so many people and they're wasted. And I'm scared for I my know. life because I get so drunk. And I'm like, this seems like something's going to go wrong. My point is, is that I don't I don't need those things in my life. If they never existed, it wouldn't change for me. But I want them to exist. I want Burning Man to exist. Mm-hmm. I want people to, I want 80,000 people to, to go for a week and have fun. And, you know, like Ian said, go to Orgy Dome and go to all the cool things that are there. Go like, to I, large sporting events oh my eventually. God. Do you know how how bad I want to buy tickets to Lambo and go to a Vikings game with Connor and just drink McGoldens till I pee my pants. Like <laughs> I want to be able to do that. Like, and again, that's a huge crowd of people. And I don't even, I don't, it'd be, if they said half the crowd could be there, I'd probably like it even better, but that's not the same experience. Right. I want the experience to be like a bunch of drunken people wearing cheese heads, you know, going crazy. Like I want to have that exist. Like that's what normal is to me. I want to go to an NBA game like with you and sit close I know. and have it be packed. Like I want the f- to hear and feel the energy of the crowd there. Like I, again, even like the, the last concert I went to was Aaron Lewis and it wasn't super huge, but we could never do that right now. And I want to be able to go do that. Like that stuff I, I, I do miss. I, I do too. I do miss big, big fitness groups too. I want to go do the events outside. I want to do the big ass events in here. I want to do our same shit and i want to get back to that and so that's i'm accepting where we're at today but it's just right now yeah it's not how it's going to be forever mm-hmm. we're going to go to hawaii again we're going to we're go going to, to travel internationally we're going to go to italy again like it's just going to yeah it's day. like <laughs> we are approaching our anniversary and usually we always plan an anniversary trip and this year <laughs> we'll be local and we might take one to phoenix how do you think about think about that? And it's just, it's sad. And I don't want to sound like, oh, poor me, I can't go travel. But it's like, it's just frustrating because like well, that was always something really important for us to do we like this time of year. Yeah. And it was like, we value experiences and memories and we will spend our hard earned dollars on doing that. And um, yeah, it's just, it's very restricted right now and limited and it's just hard it's not the same experience when you do go travel and hopefully that will start to get better it will change because i wouldn't accept this as like this is your new normal oh really i can't go see my fucking mom and dad i can't go see my like you know grandparents or anything like that's horseshit i know i refuse to believe that that's how 
things are always going to be. Like, that's not a world that I want to live in, honestly. I'll always make the best of what the circumstances, but if you're listening to me, just know it is for right now. We are going to, we are human beings. We're, we're pretty, we're pretty smart, man. And we're pretty resilient. We, we figure things out and, you know, we'll all get through it and we're on our way there. I believe that. So that is your 25 simple ways to stay resilient during tough times. Hopefully most of this made sense to you guys and wasn't a lot of just crazy uh, rambling on and nonsense. But yeah. It's a Sunday. Hopefully it was helpful. We'll put it to bed. Sorry my low energy wasn't uh, wasn't that great no, today. Man, but. You've been, you're good. <laughs> I think it was fine. Um, so with that uh, what else we got going on here? What do you got going on this week, Heather? Anything? Um, my friend from college is down here and she'll be living here for a month or so. So I'm really excited to see her and she's going to work remotely from Arizona. So I'm just really pumped about that. Nice. Mm-hmm. You got to hang out, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Um, other than that, what do I got going on here? We're just working away here. Um, our next online program, I think we will do will probably be our 28-day fasting for fat loss, which is an intermittent fasting program, which does have all the workouts included as well. I'm going to review a lot of it this week, see what updates we have to make. Monica is working on the back end as well. Um, so it's a bunch of different eating styles. You don't have to fast the same way I do, obviously. I think we have like three or four different protocols in there. If you're interested in the world of intermittent fasting and how we'd go about it, we have a ton. There's so many. Uh, this program actually has a ton and ton of recipes in there different eating styles we walk you through the protocols we coach you along the way and obviously we do a ton of workouts as well so i think that's the next thing we have on the docket which will be sometime i think early early october we'll probably sell it later in september that's on uh, on the roster other than that i'm just uh working away here having fun trying to make the best of every single day and um with that this podcast brought to you by my homies over at beam tlc.com there are the cbd people i work with we can always hook you guys up with 20 percent off everything on the site always um heather and i both take it i do take it for sleep and the recovery i think is great uh i've been heavy into the dream product uh as of late which again they come in both capsules and also uh the powder form but again they have a little bit of melatonin in there as well as i believe 20 milligrams of cbd again there's no thc in it so you will not get high but it is some of the deepest, most restorative sleep I have had. So if you're interested, hit me up. I can get you guys a link for 20% off always. I do like their tincture products as well, which is basically just pure CBD. They do say it helps with anxiety, um, but I do like it for the sleep and the recovery. I might even have a packet or two for free. If you guys want to try it, hit me up ASAP, and I'll see if we can shoot you that before you jump in uh, and make a purchase. But those guys have both been on the podcast as well. They're the founders. Uh, they keep it real. I trust them. Again, don't work with anybody who doesn't give you guys a discount and that I trust uh, to give you quality stuff because I'm not going to put horse shit in my body and I don't think you should either. So with that said, if you're on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Go to your podcast app. Scroll your finger all the way down. Drop me a five star. Leave a comment. Even a sentence is totally fine. I really do appreciate it. And again, if you want to share this with a friend or a fan member, you think it can help. Pass it along, throw it up on your Instagram story, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, wherever you choose to share a podcast. We truly do appreciate the support. And Heather, thank you. You're welcome. As always, (laughs) 
and uh, we'll get her on probably later in the week um, as well. But if you guys have any requests for myself. And we'll do sprints before. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> Stop doing that. Stop putting yourself first over all these other people. Um, <laughs> I'm selfish. If you have a request for me or for her or for us together, uh, please send it my way. Email, uh, DMs. I'm happy to check it and get to it if I can speak on it and if we can with any intelligence. But thank you, guys. Thank you. And uh, until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love and people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.